0: On in the Tony Parks podcast, thanks so much for being with us here today. Hopefully, the weekend, the Labor Day weekend, was a fun one for you. Uh, the weather was pretty good until Tuesday hit, and that was a whole different deal with the winds that had picked up over a hundred miles an hour. Hopefully, everybody out there is safe in what has been a really bizarre 2020, um, very bizarre 2020 in sports as well. And it was crazy on what happened during the weekend and especially with the U.S. Open. I'm going to get to that here in just a minute as that was a crazy situation, but I think tennis got it right and it's not the first time that they got it right. We'll get to that in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you by Peak 3-on-3 Basketball. Make sure to check out peak3on3basketball.com. Go to their website. Take a look at all the information that you want to see for your kids to be able to go and participate Um, in a basketball league that is, you know, different than most, um, it's, it's a situation where you're three on three, so your children will likely end up with a ball in their hand a lot more often, playing time a lot more often, things like that. Uh, the team sizes are not necessarily, uh, the biggest, right? So peak three on three basketball.com. That is the place, uh, that you want to go. Um, to see the opportunities for your kids to be able to go out there and play. Uh, the games are going to take place on Saturday evenings. It goes from September 26th all the way through October 24th. No games on UEA weekend. And if you mentioned you heard it here on the show, you get the early bird price. And if you're a Farmington resident, you get 30% off. So take advantage of the discount savings. And thanks so much for listening to the Tony Parks podcast. That is peak3on3basketball.com. Three three all right, I mentioned it before. Uh, tennis got it right, and this isn't the first time they got it right. And props to them, by the way. We constantly hear the bickering and the complaining about how in sports people get preferential treatment. They see it in the NBA, star calls, weird stuff like that. Um, there's always this uh, conspiracy that, you know, leagues do things a certain way because of TV dollars, and you know, and, and, and it comes across as dishonest. It comes across as hurting the integrity of the game. Um, Constantly, you would, people would suggest that maybe penalties are called differently when Tom Brady's the quarterback, right? Like, you, you never like that kind of controversy for your sport. You don't, because it hurts the integrity of it. You never want to see that happen. I'm the guy that says, okay, if LeBron said something to an official that should result in an ejection, boom, you're gone, or a technical. And I don't care if it's January 12th or it's Game 2 of the NBA Finals. And some people like to be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't call that at this part of the game or you need to understand the situation." And I always think to myself, "No. No, no. If it if it truly warranted it, and being a former official, I always say, you make sure that the ejections decide themselves. Like a player who gets ejected, a, a player that gets ejected better make it to where they gave you no choice at all. Like, it wasn't even arguable. So, in my 12 years of officiating, I never had an ejection. Not one. Warnings, had a disqualification for a player um, that threw his helmet and swore and stuff like that. He wasn't mad at me, but because of the rules of the facility we were playing in, they were like, hey, clean up the language, blah, blah, blah. Well, I just disqualified him so then he didn't have to miss a future game and there were two innings left. But borderline on whether or not I should have ejected him So I got lucky nobody ever called me an FCS. You know, nobody ever said something to me that gave me no choice but to throw that athlete out. Novak Djokovic, who I'm a huge fan of, gave the committee no choice. He was frustrated after uh, having served broken. He rocketed a ball back towards the back wall of the court, struck a uh, a judge right in the throat. Dropped her. Just dropped her everybody's out there about how dramatic she may or may not have been or whether or not she should have really been that hurt, blah, blah, blah. I don't It doesn't matter. Like, it really doesn't matter to me. Like, you can have that conversation and, and, and deal with that mudslinging on Twitter. This was obviously unintentional. Novak did it out of frustration and being in the heat of the moment. But he knew what he did would come with at least a mild risk that someone could get hurt and he took that risk anyway. By rule, you could call the rule dumb all you want. This is not my opinion. By rule, what he did results in being defaulted for the tournament. It was a fairly quick decision overall, but they made certain, they went over every detail to be certain that they were making the right decision, right, which I thought was smart, and they didn't care that in the middle of the pandemic that this was the number one player in the world who didn't have to be there to play and he showed up anyway, but he did this. They didn't care that it was going to alter the tournament and that this now means there's going to be a new champion and that it's not going to feel the same. It might bring some bad press. and They did what was right. And I applaud them. They also did this to Tim Henman back at Wimbledon in 1995 for something very similar. Uh, this happened, I think, in 1990 to John McEnroe. I have to go look it up. Uh, there, there are players who have been defaulted or disqualified, if you will, for behavior that became excessive. Tennis is like the one sport that keeps getting it right. Now, maybe the, the McEnroe and Connors days, they had to clean it up. But since then, it appears they've been getting it right. Because this wasn't the first time they did what was right when dealing with the number one player. And I take you back two years ago, and this is why I said this two years ago. U.S. Open final, Serena Williams getting beat. Very likely she's going to lose to a very young uh, Naomi Osaka. And Carlos Ramos is the official for the match. He notices Serena's coach was coaching from the stands, which is by rule illegal. It's a very dumb rule, by the way. It's way too subjective to enforce, and it demands that an official be looking at the exact right moment to catch it. But he was looking at the exact right moment, and he caught it. Ramos makes the correct call by the rules to enforce a code violation and a warning. Now, Serena wasn't happy about it, made the claim to the official that what he saw was wrong and that she would never do that, which is fine. But he made the call, and Serena's coach even admitted later that, yes, what he was doing was coaching her. So even if she didn't do anything wrong, he admitted that the code violation was warranted. The code violation wasn't an indictment on the moral value or the, uh, the, the, the moral compass of Serena. It was a violation based on what the coach was doing. So he admitted that it was warranted. Also, Ramos had a history of enforcing the rules as they are written, and he enforced these rules with men historically every bit as much as he has enforced them with women. He gave Djokovic a code violation for slamming a racket during 18 Wimbledon. Gave Djokovic a time violation for a fault on a serve, right? Then nailed him for a code violation for verbal abuse. Like, he gave a men's player a code violation for yelling at a towel boy. I forget who it was. Called Nadal for a time violation. Like, this was a guy that was very consistent with calling the matches by the rules. The way they had been written. So, there's no confusion or misunderstanding about how they're applied. So in the situation for Serena, later on, she smashes the racket. Automatic code violation. Like, that's not even, like, that's in the book. Can't do it. So she gets charged a point. Well, she's upset, thinking that this should be her warning. We have to go back to her original gripe, by the way, about the coaching from the stands. Because she believed in her mind she had talked her way out of that And then suddenly it would be magically rescinded because she's the greatest of all time and she had assumed this based all on her identity. Because, like I said, she's the GOAT. Which she is, by the way. She never argued about the code violation about the racket smash. She was arguing that it should have been her first violation, not her second. But her reasoning for the argument was ridiculous, in my opinion. It was. After that game, which she had lost... Went back to her chair, berated the umpire, called him a liar, called him a thief. I forget everything she said, but she, yeah, she took it to the point that, uh, he believed that this was absolutely worth another code violation. We know what happened. She lost, she got another code violation. So they took a game. She ends up losing. She goes into the post game and her claim was that she was targeted because she's a woman. And I knew right away, no. No. In this exact circumstance, no. Now, maybe some other officials would treat men and women differently. So she might have an argument there, but this official got it right. So maybe some other sports, and people brought this up. You know, what about LeBron James? What about this athlete or when that blah, blah, and women and men don't get treated the same. Okay, that's true, but this one specific circumstance, this official got it right. So maybe some other sports have shown differences in the way that they manage uh, you know, penalties and things like that for male and female athletes. But just looking at this one example, he had it right. So you have to respect that this guy had it right. In his history, he'd given code violations for the same stuff to men. He was very consistent in the way he did his job. So just because other officials did it wrong doesn't mean that he didn't get it right. Because he did. So I'm not saying that sexism can't exist in sports. I'm not saying that women uh, have a legitimate gripe that they would like to see things change because I would like to see things change altogether. But I refuse to believe that this particular example was a representation of that. And people argued for Serena. They made major sweeping arguments going back to Connors and McEnroe and LeBron and a bunch of other athletes, like I said. But they neglected that this official was correct so while a huge amount of the population was feeling sorry for Serena I didn't on that day because I'm a huge believer in men and women getting equal treatment and that's what Ramos did and I want to see that happen in all areas of sports not just one of them Um, and all areas of life for that matter but there is a difference in how people believe it should be uh, executed and I argued with other people about it like I'm a believer Serena was right about men in the past doing some things that should have come with harsher punishments, right? But my point is that the message from the sport and the application of the rules needs to do what it takes to force the improvement of bad behavior, not encourage more bad behavior from a side that feels like they're not being treated equally. So back to the point, others believe women's sports should just be allowed to act more like men's. And I do it differently. I said it a thousand times when I was an official. I officiated baseball and softball, right? And men's fast pitch softball as well. So women's and men's fast pitch softball, baseball, all that. I had the privilege of officiating college level athletes and men's professional leagues. The women's game had it right. Sportsmanship, emotional maturity, good attitudes, being coachable, speaking to officials with respect, things like that. The men's game. Full of erratic emotional reaction, bad attitudes, abusive officials, whining, crying, intimidation, all of that. So when I would officiate the games, I would do it the same way that I officiated the women's game. Called runners out for leaving early. Then I was told, oh, we kind of let that go in the men's game. I don't because I'm going to treat them equally. They should be. I called interference on a runner when it could have been ignored. No one would have known. It was interference. I called a coach out for interference when it was a simple, easy accident, but by rule, it was interference. Guy steps out to lay a bunt, steps on the plate, drops the bunt. Yeah, we usually let that go. I'm not. That's interference. We call it in the women's game, call it in the men's game. So some of these calls led to crazy and outrageous reactions from coaches, uh, coaches and players. I didn't care because I believed that they were responsible for their own behaviors, and I didn't need to officiate the game differently because they were men instead of women. It was crazy. Based on rule application, that's dumb. Um, At first, it caused major blowback, but over time, I feel like it garnered a lot more respect from all the athletes when they saw this, even within the men's game. They knew over time, hey, this guy actually wants to make it fair and straight, and he's not just backing down because he's scared of, of... possibly being intimidated by fill-in-the-blank team's left fielder Um, because to me it would be disrespectful to enact stronger rules of sportsmanship from female athletes and then look the other way with male athletes so no i've believed uh that's what's best for the sport um if lebron james throws a punch in the nba finals he should be ejected fined, and suspended if tom brady calls the white hat and fcs and a and a you know, homophobic slur, which I don't think he ever would do this. But if he were to do that in the divisional round of the playoffs, he should be flagged and ejected. And I don't care that it's Tom Brady, and I don't care it's the divisional round of the playoffs. And I hate the excuse of people didn't come or tune on the TV to see the referees. Doesn't matter. They have a job to do. If you make them do their job to that level, they should eject you doesn't matter what jersey you have on or how many awards you've won. So if we want what's best for the sports and we want to start moving the right direction for equality with men and women's sports, hold men to a very high level of behavioral accountability, very high level. We do it with women's sports, do it for men. Uh, rather, and the opposite is, and I've heard people argue this, they argue that we should just be lowering the standard for women's behavior in their sports. And I've always disagreed with that. So I call out bad behavior when I see it as bad behavior within sports. And when it's a woman, people go, well, if a man were to do this, if a man were to do it, I think they should be ejected too. So when Serena Williams acted the way she acted two years ago, I get why it was a big controversy, but I'm consistent in saying they got it right then and they absolutely got it right there. Um. And, and I'm not saying female athletes can't, you know, compete, perform at a high level, be great teammates, win, show emotion, passion, desire, frustration, right? You can absolutely do that, absolutely. But more times than not, they are able to show the emotional control to not do it in a way that crosses a line or shows bad sportsmanship. Not all outbursts are unsportsmanlike. When it is unsportsmanlike, just simply make sure that we're holding men and women to equal levels of penalty and accountability. That's exactly what tennis did in the 18 Open with Serena, and now the 20 Open with Novak Djokovic. Tennis proved they didn't penalize Serena because of her identity. They penalized her for her behaviors. Same thing with Novak this past weekend. Thanks again for listening to the Tony Parks Podcast. We appreciate you for tuning in. Whether it's iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and more, uh, of course, check us out right here on the Utah Podcast Network. Follow us on social media at Tony Parks 801. Email me, tonyparks801 at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. This is the Tony Parks Podcast right here on the Utah Podcast Network.